If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over $1 million in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lassick and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. This is Passive Prospecting, YouTube for Real Estate. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. And you know, let me know in the comments below, those of you that are live, then you are open to ask questions. Of course, uh, you're also welcome to come up on stage and have a conversation if you like. But I'll get started off as I usually do and kind of kick things into, into gear here and talk about uh, creating the master plan for your content is what we're discussing today and I think this is really uh, pretty simple when you research uh, those types of things I mean first of all you could just go to our channel at number one <laughs> if you go to living in Dallas Texas well go to our channel and uh, and you're you're gonna have all the content there 373 videos I believe was what I looked at because it was funny yesterday I was with a group and we were discussing unique selling propositions. And uh, they were talking about, hey, every, every, you gotta have your USP, you gotta have your USP, you gotta have your unique selling proposition. And when I chimed in, and I was listening, I was listening to everybody talk about you know, how they try to you know, make themselves a little different than, than the next agent, which I think is always interesting, but I still think that's hard to do with a cold audience. I mean, if you really have some, you have to have a super unique <laughs> selling proposition to convert a cold audience. I mean, most of the time, people are gonna work with people that they feel a connection to or that they connect with, or if it is a cold audience, it might be the first person that reaches out to them. They don't necessarily have to have a unique selling proposition. And the way I, I chimed in on that conversation was, is I'm like, I, I don't know, I feel like I have 373 unique selling propositions and that's 373 videos on the YouTube channel. I feel like each and every single one of those is a unique selling proposition to the person that's watching that video. And if they're watching that video because I've made so many off of different neighborhoods and suburbs and areas that that is unique to them and that area that they're looking at, I think that's a very dialed in client. Uh, they know uh, what they're looking for and now they've clicked on that video and they're watching and consuming and therefore I'm speaking to them in that manner and my presentation I believe becomes my unique selling proposition how I present that information and how and how I uh, and how I present myself is ultimately what's going to lead me to the business. And the thing is, is that now, especially in Dallas, there's multiple channels, multiple channels. And, you know, can you really say one is unique from the other? Well, they're kind of doing a lot of the same things. So, so it could come down to personality, maybe what who people connect with. I, I mean, I'm not going to be for everyone. Uh, and, and I know that YouTube tells us the top 15 channels that our audience watches. So I know that half of those are Dallas real estate agents. I can see it. I mean, YouTube directly tells me that. So I know the ones that call me uh, have enjoyed the content that we've shared and you know possibly my personality. And so that's why they're reaching out. They've made that decision that they wanna work with us. So I think that really all kind of ties into uh, your your content is really I believe your ideal unique selling proposition. 
and that's what really helps people get to know you the best and probably going to make them very comfortable about giving you a call. I mean, I think we all have those concerns when we're going to buy something we don't want to be sold and we don't want to work with the wrong person. And no matter what the case, and we do that all the time, even in our own business, when we're looking at new projects, new marketing opportunities, uh, anything that we need done, and we have to hire out for that, or we have to get a contractor or put somebody uh, you know, on that project, the last thing you wanna do is hire the wrong person or work with the wrong person. And that's the same case in our industry. So I, I think with the that amount of content out there, uh, that that is really defining your your unique selling proposition which is how you present information and how you present yourself is what that comes down to so you know what content do you produce well it's I think it's very simple number one yes you could go on our channel and it's interesting because people will come to us and say alright I'm kinda of running out of ideas and they've had their channel for two or three months and I'm like okay well hey go check out our channel by the way and you're gonna get some ideas you'll get inspired we've had people that have I didn't even know about that have told me later on that they heard about our channel from somebody else and then they just went to the channel and pretty much copied everything we did except for their market you know instead of moved to Dallas it was moved to South Carolina or Georgia or you know Atlanta or Colorado it didn't matter they just you know kind of kind of use the same format and the thing is is you can't copy directly what we've done because you have to adjust it to fit your market now if you're in Dallas and you, and you're thinking about doing that then then you could copy directly what we've done but I wouldn't recommend that if anybody ever comes across our channel and they see a direct copy I mean they'll know I'm sure but is it a big deal eh, probably not so much not something I'm really concerned about I'm just looking at how do I create better content right now that's that's what I'm focused on uh, our last video doing very very well it's number one out of ten I mean that's how I'm really gauging our videos is it gives you uh, you know a ranking of your last ten videos that have published and so I'm always trying to hit that number one spot every single video we come out with I'm, I'm like if I can hit number one then I know I'm getting better on the videos now two we, uh, yeah two weeks ago we released a new veterans benefits video and it didn't it out it was it was nine out of ten or ten out of ten and and they're ranking that by views but I know that Texas veteran benefits is extremely niched it's even more niche than what we currently do so I was okay with that plus I know that's an evergreen video and the other Texas veterans benefit video that I released two years ago is still going strong and it actually did the exact same thing where it uh, did not do well for quite a bit of time quite a bit of time and and now it's one of the top ranked ever it'll be interesting to see if I you know end up competing with myself yeah I mean this video has over 27,000 views and it took let me see it took um, 145 days let me see to get let me see to 2,000 views took 123 days so four months uh, to even get to 2,000 views and then it just kind of hit a tick 158 days before it hit 3,000 and then it just started to kind of shoot up from there and now has over 27,000 views on that and if I look at 
the rankings for that, it's still ranked up there. Yeah, number two, if you search veteran benefits in Texas, it's gonna be the number two video uh, as of right now. And then the, the recent one we released is gonna take a little time to kind of gain some of that traction, but it's already getting ranked up there as well. Uh, it's actually ranking number one for Dallas veteran benefits, although we tried not to make it uh, around Dallas, but um, number three for Texas veterans, number four for tech for veterans in Texas. So it'll probably just be a matter of time before this one starts to grab a hold. And, and uh, it's already getting more views, you know, over a two day period than the older one. So this one's uh, probably starting out a little bit stronger and it's probably going to end up growing more. So especially since it's more relevant more up to date right now uh, otherwise let me see yep the last video we came out with still one of 10 i mean it's outpacing the last uh, the number two spot by over 300 views so it's a 300 view head start or not a head start but increase over uh, the number two video which was released uh, that one was almost a month ago yeah the plano video was released on june 18th but it Plano right now is starting to gain a new surgence. It's gotten picked up in browse again. So it's been out since June 18th. So think about this. Uh, that is what, yeah, one month ago. And it's now hitting a second curve. That bell curve, it's starting to shoot up um, again. So it's been picked up in browse. Uh, it, it started out in browse, then it switched over to search as the primary traffic source. And now it's back to browse, uh, which is good. I like that. I uh, like how that works right there. So that's uh, gaining some traction. Salina video we just released is off to a great start. That's uh, getting fed by browse. And we're, we're re-grabbing all those number one spots. There's been so much, uh, so many channels come into the Dallas market. Uh, mainly, yeah, looking exactly what we're doing and just modeling that. And so it's made me have to do better. I, you know, that's the only solution I have. I can't tell anybody they, they're not allowed to make YouTube channels. And plus we're probably uh, part of that problem. You know, I know there's uh, several people in our program in the Dallas market. So uh, to our own detriment, we're creating a little bit of our own competition, but at the same time, we're still doing the business that we're doing. I mean, this year so far, we're over 30 million in production uh, through June, just from YouTube over 30 million, almost almost a million in, in a GCI just from our YouTube channel in a 7% interest rate market. So I will take 30 million in production from a YouTube channel uh, that didn't cost me any marketing every single day of the week. You know, are we at the same place we were last year? No, but who knows? The second half of the year could change. I do know if interest rates change any little bit in the downward uh, way that, that we will likely get completely flooded. So right now, uh, to have that as a base, uh, 30 million through June, you know, which would put us projecting uh, probably between 60 to 70 million will finish up just from our YouTube channel this year alone in a 7% interest rate market as it is right now. And that's you know mainly on the buy side when people are saying that buyers are gone and they're out of the market and they're not making moves. Uh, we're not seeing that. We closed 28 deals in June, 28 in June. Uh, I think 24, 25 of those were on the buy side. Yeah, we had three, I think three or four listings we sold. 
but we're still pretty buy heavy, but I'll take that. I'll take 24 buy side deals in a month, any day of the week. And that's from creating the content. Allow me to take a quick break to remind you that we have very important links in the description below. If you want the full story of how we closed over 1 million in commissions our first year and over 2.3 million in commissions our second year, check out the first link. Also, you have the link to our number one Amazon best-selling book, Passive Prospecting. Last, if you enjoy this podcast and you're a giving person, leave a five-star review, please. Now back to the episode. So anytime that you get started out, we talk about this all the time. There's really four main pillars of content that you can anchor your, your, your channel in which is going to be the vlog tour, it's going to be a map tour, it's going to be pros and cons, it's going to be list videos, you know, top five suburbs, top six neighborhoods, uh, top seven this, top eight that. And even now, they're saying, uh, you know, anything, anything different is what really will capture attention. So use odd numbers or random numbers like top nine or top 11 or something like that versus top five or top 10 or something you know along those lines. So you wanna do things a little bit different, make it a little catchy. Um, veterans benefits for your state is another great foundational piece, especially if you live anywhere near a military base, you should probably be making multiple videos. In Dallas, we just don't uh, see a ton of veteran benefit uh, or veteran business what, and that could be our own fault. I, I, you know, that could be from us not directly targeting veterans, but we also know that if anybody's looking to relocate to Dallas, they're likely going to find our channel. So we do have the veterans benefits. I just updated that whole video or not updated. I just made a brand new one because uh, my other one was two years old and I had let it sit because it had been performing so well. So I didn't make a new one last year and, and veterans benefits don't change all that much in Texas at least. So, uh, you know, some things to update them on, but otherwise, uh, you know, we always recommend start out uh, with a vlog tour of your most searched neighborhoods. So that's the first thing is you always want to search all your neighborhoods, rank them. We, we always, uh, you know, recommend this exercise, which is list all the suburbs you want to work. Just list them in, in, you know, put them down on a piece of paper doesn't have to be uh, alphabetical order or uh, you have no idea what the search volume will be. Maybe maybe you put it in order of the areas you would like to work from greatest to least. That would be interesting to do. Then go back and search the amount of search volume that's coming out of each of those areas because that would be that would be the surprising aspect, which it was for me, where I found that Plano, Texas got over 200,000 more searches per month than Frisco. Uh, which I was expecting Frisco to have the most searches. So even though, and I'd rather, you know, well, I mean, I wouldn't rather work in Frisco than Plano. They're right next door to, door to each other. There's not that, not that too big of a difference there. Um, you know, same, same price ranges for homes. So it's not like you're missing out on a, on a huge opportunity from one or the other, but it told me, well, if Plano gets 200,000 more searches per month than Frisco, Maybe I should make some content around Plano first because that's giving me 200,000 more opportunities per month to be found sooner rather than later. So that was just the logical thought process, I, I believed, as doing that, as just saying, okay, let me follow the path of least resistance. Let me go to where the most searched areas are versus what do I feel like doing or what do I want to do? I always take myself out of the picture and add the viewer 
in that place and, and try to think about what are they thinking, what are they researching, what are they doing, what would they like to see, not uh, trying to talk about myself or anything like that or make videos that I want to make or areas about the areas that I want to do. It's more about where's the search volume, what are people looking for, what questions can I answer for them, what value can I provide that will get them more comfortable with me and hopefully pick up the phone because that is the main goal of the channel is to make the phone ring, period. That's it. That's the goal. And so if you... Um, are looking at views and subscribers that's something that I just don't recommend at all really I mean it, yes they're nice metrics to follow it's a lot of fun I was actually speaking with uh, one of our uh, you know one of our program members yesterday and they said every hundred subscribers they get they take the kids out for ice cream which I thought was pretty cool so they've turned this into a family affair and gotten the kids involved as well which is probably cool because now they can say hey uh, I'm going to go make some videos. Whatever you do, don't disturb me because you know when I get the next 100 subscribers, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, we're all going to go for ice cream, right? So it gives incentives to the kids and hopefully maybe that creates, uh, helps create a, a quiet environment for them to make some videos from home or whenever they go out and about. Uh, they're like, okay, go do your thing. You know, uh, Let's get another 100 subscribers. So yes, uh, and once you hit 1,000 subscri uh, subscribers, I, I do believe that adds a little extra layer of credibility to your channel. Just something about having that little K is pretty cool, you know? But again, if I'm not doing business, I could care less. Uh, yeah, it looks great, but I want the business. That's what I wanna do. I wanna, I wanna turn over some business and, and uh, complete some transactions here. So, you know, for us, that was, where were we at? We were, I'd have to go in and dig the numbers, but I, I believe we had not hit a thousand subscribers by the time we got our first two deals under contract. So I think we had a thousand subs around the three to four month mark. I remember at 30 days we had 48 subscribers. So at 30 days we had 48 subscribers and got the first phone call. And that's where it all started. I got that first phone call and I realized, okay, you know, we've got <laughs> we've got something here. Here's opportunity. That person never ended up buying from us, but they had a million dollar budget. And the funny thing was, is that the exact thing they said to us was, uh, well, here's what they didn't ask. Okay, first phone call, 28 subscribers. They didn't ask, uh, hey, I noticed you had 28 subscribers. Are you just starting out in business? Or, hey, uh, you have a really small channel. Are you even legit? I mean, they didn't ask that. They didn't ask, how long have I been in business? They didn't ask, how many homes have I sold? They didn't ask you know what brokerage am i with they didn't ask am i a top producer none of that and i remember his exact words were you know we were thinking about moving to that neighborhood you're the only person that had a video on that neighborhood it it really helped us so we thought why not give you a call and that was it that was the eye opener for me which was they truly truly found value in the video and so they didn't care about the other metrics. They didn't care about uh, subscribers or view counts or you know things that we put a lot of weight on. And for me, it was like, mm. and you know what? And they came into town like 30 days later and we got to meet them, which made it even more real. And that's the thing is that now <laughs> they ended up never buying a house. They ended up never moving. I think uh, his job transfer or something didn't go through, but it was still cool, still a, a, a good deal. And I remember the first deal we put under contract from the channel 
completely uh, fell through. The, the buyer disappeared, ghosted us. After they went under contract, we passed inspection or uh, passed you know inspections and all that. I mean, it, I still don't even know what happened with that deal. I mean, we canceled the contract. I don't think the sellers pursued the buyers. They just let it go, kept earnest money, but they completely ghosted us, you know? <laughs> and so it was like, all right, well, uh, people aren't buying, uh, we're getting ghosted, but you know, so, you know, you're going to run into those types of situations happen to us. But, uh, by within 90 days, got first two deals, two real deals under contract. And those two deals closed in April of 2021. And then by the end of the year, the last nine months of the year, we had closed 64 transactions from the channel. So, you know, and that was it. And what did I do? I stuck to the basics, vlog tours, map videos, pros and cons, veterans benefits, cost of living, top five suburbs, top five neighborhoods, uh, don't move to, yes, those <laughs> those videos right now, uh, for whatever reason, the, the negativity, right? I mean, they say in the news industry, if it bleeds, it leads. And negativity, unfortunately, works. So if you want to give that a try, I would say go for it. Uh, some of the things I've seen are, you know, don't move to um, your state, so let's say Texas uh, regrets, you know, uh, moving to Texas regrets or the thumbnail may just say Texas regrets. So I've seen some of these videos out there and they do really well. I have no idea if it's really generating any business, but they, they do have the opportunity for a viral component. That also makes me wonder too, that sometimes focusing on a statewide video versus just your city could help broaden the audience a little bit. Now you got to be prepared uh, and hopefully have the right referral partners across the state. If for some reason somebody reaches out to you about other areas, I'm sure you do. Uh, if not, then we do, of course. And if, and if anybody's interested in Dallas, then you know feel for uh, feel free to refer them our way as well. Uh, we love we love real estate agent referrals. Uh, you can subscribe to the channel. You can watch the channel as well. We just ask if you watch a video, just watch it all the way through, right? <laughs> Give us some good view duration, but, uh, you know, learn from it. You know, if you're going to use that, then use the channel uh, and and learn from that. But look at the content we've made. Uh, stayed pretty consistent. I mean, I we just finished up a few vlog tours and still making vlog tours, updating them, trying to get better. Yeah, and... I'll be doing some more office videos uh, and because we're working on making them longer and and also a lot more activity in the video so a lot of changes transitions b-roll drone footage I mean we're kind of going all out on these this content to just make ourselves more competitive then it just takes more time and it's backing up our editor and you know to the point now we've had to bring on a second uh, full-time editor just to work on our other channel, you know, on our passive prospecting channel. But that's to the point, you know, I, I like those types of problems. I like it whenever we have to grow and expand. And, you know, we are expanding our team. Uh, we just brought on another really key player that I'm super excited about. And, uh, you know, his name is Carlos. I mean, what he does i don't want to reveal it just yet but uh, he's going to be doing some work behind the scenes for us but all these types of things really just uh fall into place but you know we've been able to attract uh, even 
the majority of our team, if not all of our team, you know, mainly through the content we have. Uh, well, we got our ops manager through a recruiting company. That was necessary because we wanted a very specific uh, position for that. So, uh, so anyways, it was uh, we did hire a recruiting company for that. But otherwise, most of our team is built has been built through attraction, through referrals, through friends, family, and and uh, and attraction. And I don't have a problem with hiring friends and family as long as they do the work. <laughs> if they don't, well, then uh, they're gonna have to change something else. But yeah, I look at the, the the video topics and and you know, and then you change them up as you make more content. You are going to get to know your audience, and you are going to be able to create more content off the cuff and and get a feel for what will work and what won't work. And you'll get an idea of, hey, I bet if I made this video, it's probably gonna do well. And that's what I've done on top of that is mainly uh, create the content I want to create now, but I know it's going to serve the audience and then the team will optimize everything on the back end. So now instead of just like, okay, well, you know, here's a, here's a bunch of topics, go create videos. It's like, no, I, I get a sense for what needs to go out and what's happening in the market and, and how we can talk best to our viewer. And when I say viewer, I mean viewer, one person. You know, you want to communicate to one person on the other side of that video because most likely one person is watching that video at one time. So I want to communicate to them directly, not to groups, not to y'all, not to boys, girls, guys, gals. I want it to be you. I'm always talking to you. So let's see here. That's uh, that's just a little rundown, I would say, of of what you can do on there for you know creating your plan but but map it out so again just to uh, recap that write down every single suburb you're willing and able to work you know if you don't want to work something that's an hour away don't do it and uh, i know i had one person who uh they said they went somewhere they they sold one house you know it was like a referral for somebody that was over an hour away and then whenever they drove an hour away, they're like, ah, oh, well, I'll make some video content. Might as well while I'm here. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> they made one video about that area. And then they started getting phone calls from that area. And then they were like, oh, crap, I, I need to find an agent in that area. Or I'm going to have to start making one hour one-way commutes. And they just realized what happened. And that's the thing. Don't make content on an area you don't want to regularly work. So write down all your areas. That could be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, depends. I mean, we're in Dallas. We got a lot of areas. But I don't try to cover them all. I try to focus on the key ones that, that we want to make content on. And that's where we, we drive down. And we may make multiple videos on those areas versus trying to get one or two videos on every single area. So that's one thing. And then find the search results. You know, use TubeBuddy. If you haven't gotten that yet, then uh, you can always message us and we'll get you a link and a discount code for 25%. You can also check it in the description of our YouTube videos. Uh, we have it there. And we have our discount code for 25% off as well that you can use. And so research that. Follow the path of, le path of least resistance. Follow the path of most searched to get started. And one thing I really like to say as well is that you, you optimize for the algorithm in the beginning, then you optimize for the audience as you get to know your audience. Because in the beginning, you don't have an audience. They're non-existent, right? Zero subscribers, zero views. So I think 
it's ideal to optimize for search and for the algorithm in the beginning because you want YouTube to place your videos in front of those people. You want YouTube to find your, your people for you. Uh, and, and that's going to attract that business and gain some traction early on, which will allow you to interact with your audience, do some deals, read some comments, reply to some comments, you know, do things like that where you start to understand your audience and then you'll start to make videos and optimize for that audience. But the reality is, is that audience is the algorithm. Algorithm is the audience. Those words are, are really the same. And I've heard it from several, several YouTube employees. They're trying to provide the viewer the best viewing experience, period. So they're only going to recommend videos that they believe they want to watch. And and they want to make sure they're, they're the best options. So they're not going to likely recommend <laughs> videos that are out of their of the viewer's wheelhouse. But if somebody expresses interest in watching your market and, and real estate, then you've got a good opportunity of YouTube placing your videos in front of those people. And that's exactly what you want because that's a very target audience, key audience. So uh, Chrissy, anything you want to add to that? No, I think it's exactly like what you were saying. Don't get fixated on the vanity metrics because I think that will lead people down a path that doesn't really help them get a better experience for the client. And that's just like you said, the client experience, the, the viewer experience is extremely important uh, to the viewer or to, to YouTube. And so just keep in mind that the vanity metrics, they grow kind of kind of slowly, but you don't need to worry about that. In a local SEO strategy, what you're really looking for is the, the individual video metrics. And so watch those, watch the click-through rate, um, see if people are engaging with the video. That's going to be a better indicator of a success of a video than like the number of subscribers. So don't be discouraged if you have you know, 30, 40 subscribers after a month that it doesn't take much to actually get people to call. Yep. Okay. Let me check. Uh, let me see. Uh, Andrew said, yeah, it happened to his first buyer too. I guess he got ghosted as well. Shara says, what about the city, a specific zip code or school district are suburbs more desirable than the city? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I, I think, uh, specific zip codes, school districts. I'm not sure if too many people search those specifics. I mean, you could find out probably, but uh, I don't think anybody says, oh, especially coming from out of state. They're like, oh, we have to be in. I mean, Frisco, it's got 12 high schools. I mean, so uh, now you could you could search by high school, I guess, and find particular areas and look in that area. But I don't think we that's ever really happened to us. I think very few times, maybe just once or twice, we've had somebody say, I want to be in this specific school. And it's easy to do a search that way for them. But we don't make videos on specific school districts uh, or, or zip codes necessarily. We cover the suburb as a whole. That's usually what people are searching for. Frisco, Plano, Allen, McKinney, Salina, Prosper. I mean, those those areas around Dallas. And yeah, we have plenty of Dallas videos. But uh, we don't we don't do a lot of our business in Dallas. <laughs> it's all outside of Dallas. I would say the vast majority of it's outside of Dallas. I mean, people are just moving. They want to move to the to the areas that have the better school districts. The, 
and newer construction. A new, I mean, that's driving a lot of it right now. They want those new construction homes. Not that that doesn't happen in Dallas, but you know, with everyone working remote, not everyone, but most people working remotely now or work from home, they're like, cool, let's go to the suburbs and don't have to worry about it. You know, before it was like everybody worked in a corporate office downtown and, and 2020 definitely changed that. So we're definitely, we're seeing a lot more traction in the suburbs. Uh, Seth, what's up, Seth, my man? How you doing? Good to hear from you. He said, what should be the average watch time in the first few months of uploading videos? I mean, I, I, you want them as long as possible, really. So I don't think, is if you're making good videos, watch time should be long. Now, in the beginning, you typically don't make good videos <laughs> unless you're uh, supernatural or very natural. I mean, but you're just going to get better with time. So again, I, I didn't really look at view duration in the beginning. I guess I was just more focused on creating consistent content. And I think that's really probably a key factor for uh, for anybody starting out is that's what you want to focus on. First and foremost, you want to focus on your consistency and making sure you deliver you know, to your audience every single week, whether that's one, two, or three times a week, and, and build that audience. Because if you start having a lot of gaps or skipping around, then that could create some, uh, you know, some unreliability there where people just don't know. You know, now uh, for us, we're, you know, we're still publishing minimum once a week. But again, it's almost as if we're, we're uh, instead of doing three 20 minute videos throughout the week, it, you know, we're trying to do one, one hour video. I mean, people are saying go shorter and we're saying go longer. We just, we just believe that's the better route to go right now is to go longer, which means just more content in the video and adding to it or combining instead of doing a pros and cons in a map video, maybe you just combine them together and make one long video. I think that is something that you would, you should focus on because the longer the video, the longer the view duration. So even if you have a 40 minute video and somebody stays on, I mean, let's say 50% of the time for easy math, you know, that's a view duration of 20 minutes. That's pretty significant in YouTube's eyes. So, you know, and again, I think that a lot of people on our channels are researching. And so if they're researching, they're dialed in, they're, they're wanting to learn. So I would, I would probably go that route, but I would say anything above uh, 20% is good. Now, uh, most people will claim 30% or higher, 40%. You should be aiming for 40, 50%, 60. Yes, all that is great. Uh, I have no idea. I'd be curious. I wonder what uh, Mr. Beast is. <laughs> but but we average, you know, uh, we're probably on average 30% on our view duration. And we tend to do just fine. And YouTube will pick up our videos. I, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes. I feel like every time I learn something, I find something that, that kind of counteracts it or counterbalances it. So I've seen people with very small du du view durations, but YouTube promotes them quite heavily, vice versa. People with long view durations doesn't get promoted at all. All different types of scenarios. I would just continually working on getting better yourself because looking at anyone else or comparing to anything else is not really 
fair to yourself and it's not really a true comparison. So I would just be looking at how do I improve? Like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm always trying to hit number one on the newest video that comes out, which that number one is views uh, for the last 10 videos. So that vanity metric I am looking on, but, but that also tells me that <clears throat> YouTube is promoting that video more likely than it did the other videos. And if I keep coming out with videos that YouTube wants to promote for you, well, hey, that that's a lot of the that's a lot of the dirty work right there, right? So and I don't have to pay for that. That's the best part. I don't have to pay for that advertising that YouTube is doing for free for me. And that is something, let me check out real quick. Uh, I mentioned it this morning. I want to give the exact stat, which is which is our reach for lifetime lifetime impressions on the channel um, I have to find that do a little search in here because they oh it's blocked out I have to go to advanced I believe I know it's over 30 million but think about this in, in two and a half years over 30 million impressions on the channel, which means YouTube has placed our thumbnails in front of 30 million people. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, let me see. Uh, makes sense. Okay. Okay, Seth agrees. Good. Glad you agree there. Uh, we did, and are we doing channel reviews? We did that last week. I mean, Seth, you're you know you're part of the team, man. You can jump on my calendar anytime. And I'll be happy to work with you on that. So just get on my calendar and I'll, I'll work with you one-on-one. -on -one. You don't have to wait any time because uh, you're part of the team, man. So so you, you get special treatment. Um, all right, well, let me see. Uh, Garland, you're up here on stage with us, I suppose. I don't even know if we have a stage. But uh, did you have any questions for us today, Garland? I see you're new. Or are you just hanging out? If you're just hanging out, that's cool. Let me see if I find... Yeah, I'm just hanging out. I didn't know I was on stage. <laughs> oh, okay. All good. Okay, yeah, I found it. Uh, thirty Over 33 million impressions on our channel in two and a half years. Think about that. <laughs> That's a lot. 33 and a half, 33 million impressions. That's pretty good. Over 2.1 million views. Very nice. And 216. Let's do this math real quick. I want to, I got to do this math. 216,000 watch hours. You know, I love to divide that 216 and 101 watch hours. Let's see this divided by 24 divided by 365, 24 and a half years. <laughs> Our channel is prospected for us 24 and a half years in a two and a half time period, which I've said that before. We've pretty much equated that to one year equals 1.2 decades worth of prospecting. So two and a half years equals 26 years. Yep. So we're still on pace for um, 1.2 decades worth of prospecting every year we have our channel. So you have to ask yourself, is that worth making videos? Garland, you came off of mute again. Was uh, Did you have a question? or? 
you just learning how to work uh, Clubhouse. <laughs> I think he's just learning how to work. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, let me see. Uh, let me see. Oh, looks like we're getting a few questions. People always wait till the very end, right? I was <laughs> like, all right, let's throw in five questions here at the very end. Uh, Mary, what's up, Mary Kay? Uh, new with my videos. Uh, your team does my editing. Okay, awesome. Well, hopefully that's going well so far. Uh, Jennifer, yeah, there's a lot of Las Vegas channels. What's the best way to stand out? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, make even better videos. I'd go look at those channels and see what they're doing and see how you can do better. And I would even recommend making longer videos. So if somebody has a 20 minute pros and cons, make a 25 minute pros and cons and add on a map video. Uh, I think I think that's really how you stand out there. Uh, -dum -dum. Jessica says, where do I go in TubeBuddy to see if a subdivision is being searched? Should go into the keyword explorer. Mm -mm -mm. Let me see, Jennifer. Let's see my channel for four. Had my channel for four years. My videos since joining uh, passive prospecting have been about uh, your videos fifty views. Okay, well, we need to Chrissy. Any insight on that? Well, yeah, we're working on a, a local SEO level, so we've changed all of your key phrases and keywords and things like that. So it'll take a little bit of time to ramp up, but it's normal when you're uh, discovering new audiences as well. So based on your other videos, there wasn't a whole lot of local SEO happening uh, from what I remember when I was looking at that channel. So just give it a little bit of time. Those views will go up. Yeah, I love uh, <clears throat> we just did an interview with Chris Snow in Jacksonville, Florida, who had a channel for five years and 22 subscribers after five years and was still making videos. I would have quit way long ago. <laughs> um, but he still made videos, five years, 22 subscribers. And he's been with us just over six months now and now he's got over 600 subscribers and over 60 clients. Uh, several of those under contract. Uh, another uh, 20, he says, are like right on the fence, just kind of hanging on for interest rates. but. 60 clients inside of six months and over 600 subscribers now on his channel. So we just got to get up that ramp up phase and, and resurrect that channel. Jennifer, I think you should be good to go. Uh, my question is, how do I know what to improve on? Mary Kay says, I only have about seven subscribers and views on my videos are low. I know I need to improve, but how do I find out what I need to concentrate on to improve? Well, I think tuning into uh, our trainings, I would, you know, and I would be going back. The thing is, is that how how diligent you become in in something, and you know, some would use the word obsessive. I, I don't want to necessarily say obsessive, but I would say hyper focused on something is is going to determine how well you do it. So, if you are building a channel right now, you're just starting out. Mary Kay, Jennifer, I mean, it, this is this is something I talk about. I talk about hyper learning. And I'm not sure where you're at in your YouTube journey right now, but this is where uh, it's not just, you know, going through our program. Our program is the guideline. Um, it's also really like a snapshot too, though. You got to realize that, you know, we updated at the beginning of 2023 or at the end of 2022. You know, I'll probably do an update in 2024. Not probably, I will do an update in 2024. But in between 
is is where you learn and get better. So you know when I whenever I do that um, that program, I re-upload content, which we've updated that each year. You're just getting the snapshot of what I've learned at that time. So um, <clears throat> so I've already learned a lot more in the, in the last six months. I try to update you as much as possible on these calls, but otherwise what you have to do on your own if you want to improve or speed up that process is you've got to watch other content you've got and not not just real estate content you know i think about channels like think media where you know they're talking about how to improve you you watch daryl eaves uh you watch um uh let me see roberto blake nick nimmin deed nimmin people that talk about youtube will really help you understand YouTube even more and then it'll give you ideas to try things uh, to to get better I mean I, you know now mr. Beast is doing a lot of interviews and I used to think I used to think mr. Beast uh, I mean clearly greatest youtuber of all time you could say uh, you know definitely as far as subscribers I used to think well you know his, his content's not really geared towards us or what we're trying to do he's trying to go mega viral every single video uh, we're not but there's still some things you can learn uh, I mean think about when you watch if you watch real estate shows right now watch some real estate shows that could be fixer flop it could be fixer upper it could be million dollar listing it could be even uh, gag me uh, selling sunset <laughs> but you know I I watched the uh, I watched Selling Sunset. It gave me some some ideas, I'm, and I'm looking at uh, the camera things. I, I can't stand I can't stand the drama on there. It's ridiculous. But I, the first season was pretty good. The first season was more like real estate related. But I I was looking at uh, how they how they change camera positions, angles, uh, you know, frame changes, things like that. Now, uh, but. You know, just looking at other channels like Jennifer, you said, okay, you're in, in Las Vegas, you're seeing a lot of channels there. Okay, well, go look at, at some of those videos, um, consume some of them and say, okay, how can I do this better? So really become a student of the game and that's what's going to help you improve and get better over time. And the more you focus on that uh, sooner and in the beginning, it just helps you grow and develop over time. And then you start to develop your own methods, your own ways. Uh, but learning things, but I still, I, I'm, I mean, I'm still watching videos, still going to conferences, still talking to people. I'm in a coaching program right now. I'm in a video coaching program where I'm working with other creators and, um, and, and they're helping me brainstorm and talk and they're looking at my analytics and stuff. So I'm learning a lot from them too. So, you know, I myself am in a, a paid coaching program now that is something that uh, we are working on right now and that that would be something that would keep everyone up to date and relevant uh, you know it's something that I've I've kind of put off because I just enjoy doing these weekly trainings uh, for free but uh, at the same time there's just there's so much that we're even starting to learn on a weekly weekly basis and so um, if I make those notes, you know, I'll do everything I can to update when we do the 2024 version of the program. But in between, it really comes down to a lot of uh, learning on your own. I mean, this podcast, we've got, what, 75 episodes on this podcast now. If you're listening to this podcast in your car, if you've bought the Passive Prospecting book, we know we're on Audible. 
And sometimes I'd listen to books more than once. Uh, I've, I've gone through many books more than once. So maybe maybe it, you got to go through Passive Prospecting book one more time or go through the program one more time or listen to the previous podcast a couple of times. Sometimes you put those things on, on loops. Uh, I want to look at, let me look at my Audible real quick. And I can tell you, what have I listened to multiple times? Uh, I've listened to, I just re-listened to Think and Grow Rich again. I've probably gone through that book 20 times, Think and Grow Rich. I went through $100 million offers uh, three times, I believe. Um, let me see, YouTube Formula. I went through that probably three times. I went through YouTube Secrets probably 15 times. Uh, YouTube Secrets. Um, let me see on here. I went through uh, Sell It Like Sirhant uh, twice, I believe. Let me see. What else have I gone through here? Yeah, I mean, so just uh, to give you an example, those are a couple of the books I've gone through. I've gone through several times. And I'm serious about YouTube Secrets. I've gone through that probably 15 times through reading it at least three times the book and then I've gone through the audiobook probably another 10 times. Oh, an astronaut's guide to life on earth. I love that book too. So, you know, it's just it's becoming a student and and really digging in on this and now again, I've always talked about hyper focusing as well, which I focus completely on YouTube. So, I'm not worried about other platforms or or that. You know, do we generate business other ways? Yes, but uh, it's not my focus. And I'm focused on learning everything I can about YouTube. So that, is, and then you'll you will find the ways to improve. And then you jump on these calls and ask questions, just like you did there. And I think that's a, a great way. I would I would work on being on these calls every single week to the best of my ability. If you miss them, they're going to come out on the podcast, but or go back to the YouTube channel and watch them. So. All right, let me finish up. Let me see, Seth, uh, I begin doing a couple of property tours. Is that a bad idea? No, I don't think so at all. We've got a module in the program on on uh, listings and property tours, so make sure you watch that and do, um, do that. Yeah, Christina, over 200,000. Yep, she is. I mean, but she does all referral business, So, and she collects referrals from around the country, but it also took her several years several years to to build up that audience and and i know we the thing is is that she's got a national audience because she talks about you know kind of like national related information on on youtube but the referrals do not pay as much as our real estate business does so that's something you have to keep in mind because we're hyper focused on dallas and trying to generate real you know we I, volume and that I'll take our 25 oh so uh, yep that's it let me see uh, what other channels let me look at some of my subscriptions real quick uh, let me see Grant Cardone um, let me see Alex Hermosi Cody Sanchez Rob built you know like uh, 
uh, Alex Ramosi, Cody Sanchez, not really real estate related. They're business related, but I learn things from their videos. Rob Built, I like that. He's short term. I just found this guy, John John Yushai, I think. He was a YouTube employee, YouTube and Instagram, ex-YouTube and Instagram employee. He's got some real interesting content. Uh, Andre Jeek, uh, he's more finance, but I'm still interested in like how he makes videos. Ryan Pineda, Pace Morby. I'm interested in Pace Morby because we're about to start doing a lot of uh, multifamily and and pace features a lot of multifamily on his channel i do that and i look at the other dallas real estate channels nick nimmin uh kai andrew k-a-i andrew kai andrew he's really really good he's a great storyteller he does all short-term rental investment type of uh content but he's just so good at telling a story I mean, really, really good. He's probably one of my favorite. And he's got really good calls to actions in his videos, uh, especially for his programs. So he does really, really good. That's K-A-I Andrew, Kai Andrew. Man, he's so he's just so smooth. He's really good. So those are kind of the main ones. Those are kind of the main ones that I look at as far as really just kind of learning from. None of them are doing what we're doing, but none of them are doing real estate business like we're doing either. But I'm just learning from the other channels overall, and and I look at how they edit, how they film, their positioning, uh, how are they positioned on camera, background. I mean, I just, I'm just kind of looking at all that stuff, uh, but also information, storytelling, uh, you know, structuring of videos. So all of that is what helps me become better, and. I'm in a coaching program, <laughs> so I'm in a coaching program, and so they, you know, they they work with me, and I'm working with, uh, I'll just say, I'm working with Ryan Pineda. Uh, I actually I'll be on Ryan Pineda's podcast uh, here in a couple of weeks, which I'm very excited about that, and then I'll be on Sean Kelly. So I um, I'm going to Vegas, going to Ryan Pineda's podcast, going to be on his podcast on a Monday, then I speak three times at Inman which is amazing. And then the day after that, I go on Sean Kelly's podcast, which is a big deal as well, uh, on a Thursday. So that's going to be a jam-packed week in Vegas. That's pretty awesome. But uh, I'm in, yeah, I'm in Ryan Pineda's coaching program. And, and so I meet with his YouTube producer uh, directly and his, the guy that runs his YouTube channel. And we, we sit there and chat and brainstorm and talk and he you know analyzes things for me and we look at it and we go back and forth and so so uh so that works works for me so anyways all right chrissy anything you want to add on there last minute no i think we covered it really well just overall just look at the big picture when you're coming with your videos come with a plan and stick to it i think that's probably the number one tip i would give people is just stick to it um stick with it um don't get discouraged if at the very beginning it feels like it's going slow the consistency builds over time and even in slower markets like sometimes we find that california washington even in oregon we've seen some slowness in the market so i mean don't worry too much if it takes you know a little bit longer for your video to to make an impact just keep on creating those videos and improving every single time and you will start to see that you know snowball effect on your channel yep 
Well, and that reminds me, I've got a hard stop right now. I've got to jump on my coaching call um, <laughs> with uh, Justin, who's Ryan's producer. So I'm going to jump on that, and then I'll have a podcast. Uh, I'm a guest on a podcast right after that. And it's off to the races today. So uh, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, uh, check us out, PassiveProspecting.com. And you have everything you need there. And get the Passive Prospecting book. And Amazon, we're almost at 100 reviews on Amazon. So if you have gotten the book and haven't left a review yet on Amazon, that would be greatly appreciated. I would love to break that 100 review mark. That would be awesome. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in partnering with us to access our YouTube course and coaching at no cost, schedule a call at PassiveProspectingPartner.com.